to go and claim our winnings Cause the winning pool to build us up We keep it there, the winnings up No, it's stuck like the reefer See you at the top, no guarantee That's your reach, we there You just reached the hall Giving it to your greatest fans Welcome back to the DCL Podcast We are back with it today with VO In the last video, we talked about where I started It was in college and being an artist is like a double-edged sword. It's like, yeah, I can communicate these ideas, emotions effectively. I can bring people together. My job is to evoke emotion and damn near pull people out of reality. And that's like a cool, you know, that's a cool job description. But what sucks about that is <laughs> you got to not give a, you, you can't care. Like you got to, you got to not care. As an artist, you want to create your art uncensored. Like you want to free your mind, free yourself. It's hard to do that. And also, you know, seek validation. Like it's hard to mm-hmm. be an artist and also be a human. Like I don't really, you know, show my music to people because I feel like my genre is kind of weird. And that's cool because I with that myself at this point my artistry like i don't need validation from other people to be happy with my art but it takes a long time to get there especially when you with music because it's such like a clear cut like comparison to other people now especially nowadays it's trendy as fuck to be an artist so it's like you see a bunch of people who just picked up a mic yesterday sounding overly good or insane and you have all these industry plants with connections that just like off the rip like our next level like their sound is just out the box crazy so it's like it's easy to see you know people with less experience be way crazier as shit or like seemingly effortlessly doing shit that's way out the box but you gotta realize like everyone has their own journey everyone's a person everyone's different there's levels to it wait is that fan on my fault <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i hear the fan i'm tweaking everyone got their own journey everyone got their yeah. own process everyone's different everyone responds to situations differently yeah. everyone's gonna meet that version of success differently and success means different to everyone so definitely man (laughs) so i was over here tweaking but um yeah self-validation is important like having a strong like mental core that sounds real stupid but it's important like you gotta (laughs) my fault i was just knocking shit over it's funny (laughs) but uh you gotta be able to listen to your shit and feel good about it like you can't just obsess over little details like you can't Mm -hmm. just hold yourself back because you personally aren't getting the responses you want from your music the response you should want is how you feel after stepping out the booth like Uh how you feel after creating your art yeah and that's big because a lot of people they'll come out with music content clothing and they'll let someone else discourage them or they'll let someone else ruin their self-image when really you need to create that listen to it look at it observe it understand it feel that shit and feel it and you got to be confident in your own artwork because that's yours and not everyone got to agree with you not everyone got to like your art not everyone has to listen to your music but as long as you got that one crowd that does, you know, listen to your music, that does support you, then you're going to make it because there's so many people in this world. There's 8 billion people. You don't need to make that music that uh, this group is going to appeal to. You don't need to change your style. You nice. already got people right now that are willing to listen to your music. You know what I mean? trying to speak, bro. Yeah, she is. <laughs> hey, what you got to say? She's trying to, she trying to spit. Spit a quick 16. Go ahead. Zaza in the booth. Yeah. Oh, she gonna scratch that shit. She finna do, <laughs> she finna do biscuits on Zaza in the booth. Her eyes tweaking. How did you discover your passion for art, music, and what motivated you to pursue it? I'm not gonna lie. 2020 
revealed a lot of shit to me. I lived with my parents at the time. Yeah. I was just in my basement chilling. I was bored as fuck, but I also at the same time was like not okay. <laughs> so it's like I'm just trying to find like an avenue for both to change because well, I just withdrew from classes that year. A lot of people did. It's like online classes just for my major at the time, like doing abstract math was not it. I dropped. Fuck mm-hmm. that. So it's like I'm trying to find something to put my focus into like I'm just now like this is the first time I've been out of school for years it's the first time I've actually had to stay in the crib too like in school bro when I was in high school and college like I was never in my dorm or my house like ever so I don't know 2020 for me was like a big wake-up call like Mm -hmm. a need help b need like direction the one thing that's been consistent in my life was music. Like I said on the last show, like I played cello since I was like 11 years old. I've always loved all types of music from strings to rap to folk, like jazz. Like my grandfather's a jazz player. So music is deep in my like DNA. It's like definitely something I've been around since I, since I was young, like my parents and everything. So I guess it was easy for me because also I like going to concerts. Like it, the concerts are really intimate, especially general admission ones. Like mm-hmm. I like catching them cheap shows, like the ones you right in front of that nigga. I seen Joey Badass. I seen Smino. I seen a whole bunch of people, like, for less than $100 and, like, going to those shows, especially one of my boys, um, Dry Boy, he took me on, like, a little a little fake tour. Like, he had um, a bunch of shows in the city or near the city, and um, I damn near met, like, Namir, and I seen, like, Cowboy and G Herbo, like, really, really close-up shows. Like, so it's like seeing that energy, seeing Herb walk on the stage with all his family, bro. Like, seeing Cowboy go crazy, literally his state... The crowd is full, but bro, like seeing his people on stage turning up with him was really the inspiring part. Like seeing motherfuckers like bring people out of their lives into that moment of stardom is like it's crazy to me because it's like again it's that feeling of like being on a roller coaster, being in like a, a little celebration, like a trunk party or something. Like mm-hmm. this is something you made. This is something that resonates with people. This is your success. So it's like the fact that I can be put on stage or put on stages with like with the people I grew up with, the people I love and kind of like make all of our dreams like somewhat of reality. It's like, all right, what's next? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like, I see that shit happen in real life, in real like intimate situations. Like fucking Joliet, like that's not, you know what I'm saying? Joliet, not Sacramento, it's not LA, it's not, you know, it's not New York, but it's like, even out here in the suburb, like you can still have these star moments. You can still have these high energy moments. Like there's so many pockets in in the world where you can just be an artist Mm-hmm. Share the vision, share that energy, bring the people you love with you. Like that is inspiring. That is exciting. Like that's something that's like, yeah, I mean, it's it's hard again. Like this, I feel like the internet makes this seem like it's for everybody. Even yeah. me, there's a lot of shit that I struggle with personally, especially when we was just talking about like the validation of an artist. Like that shit is not easy. Like seeing other people do it, seeing other people on stage, it's not easy to see yourself up there. But to me, like it's inspiring because it's like, that's kind of the next level. Like at the point that I'm at, like I'm cool making songs and being confident and showing it to people. But it's like the next level for me that inspires me is seeing artists like bring their fam into star situations and just turning up with them. Like, that's really what I want. Like, all the real surface level type vibe. Like, I just want a culture. I want a community with me, behind me, standing with them. I'll play the back role sometimes. You know, I'll play the bench sometimes. I'll record motherfuckers' videos like, yo, number one fan. Like, I just, <laughs> I like that. I like that team value. And I feel like athletics, like, not being in... Any D1 sports or I shouldn't even say D1, any college athletics right now, like for me is, it's weird. You know, it's not, it's weird not having that team aspect. So like music to me is like, bro, everyone could do music. That means like everyone has the potential to be a teammate. Like everyone has potential to just like hop in this bitch and like add some value. Before I do podcasts, I have to get my mind right. There's rituals, routines that I do um, starting from when I wake up, you know what I mean? I wake up, get my day started, shower. 
I'll read a little bit. I'll watch some podcasts on YouTube. I'll go over what I'm talking about with the, you know, the person that I'm about to do the podcast with. Before the podcast, I'll have a moment to myself, a moment of silence, and I'll just get my thoughts together. So what are some routines, rituals, or anything that you do before you're getting ready to make art, whether that be music or drawing? I know you're also starting you know, your clothing business soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nomadic on the way. NMDC for life. All right. So music, I'm not going to lie. I drink water and I scream. <laughs> <laughs> I literally drink water and I scream. Like I go in, not like hurting my vocal cords scream, but like I'll really try to project my voice. Like it's not as loud. Nah, damn near as loud as I can. Ah. Yeah. I, I go in the booth. I dead ass. Like all my homies will, will say like this nigga just go in there and say nonsense sometimes. And that's like, I mean, it kind of became my ritual. Cause it's like, if I know what I sound like in the most ass way possible, like I'm just yeah. talking dirt shit, like nothing, like the shit that I'm saying don't make no sense or it's just really annoying. I'm braced for the worst. Like even if I fully try, like I'm not going to be as bad as what the fuck I just did. Like, I feel like when I first started making music, my approach to the mic was like, I was talking like this and like, I would rap kind of like trying to control my diaphragm, but I'm not really using my diaphragm. So mm -hmm. it's like to get in there, I really try to activate my diaphragm, stay hydrated. With drawing and shit, anything to do that's physical, that's not like, I guess, like audible, like I listen to lo-fi or I listen to something relaxing. Debussy. <laughs> I listen to motherfucking uh, Mozart, nigga. I listen to hella lo-fi artists like Ufo, Towers, shit like that. Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm deep in the in the in the calm music vibes. Yeah, Beethoven by Fur or Fur at least by Beethoven. Oh, you doing that? Yeah, I'm fucking dead. Yeah, I listen to music for all different reasons. Like when I'm trying to work out or be upbeat or turn up, you know, I'm gonna listen to hip hop or you know rock or rap or whatever. But I listen to classical music when I'm doing homework, or I listen to sad music and R&B when I just want to let my emotions out. Facts. Music sets the mood and the energy by the way you know it's produced and delivered. Yeah. So how does music advocate for storytelling and expressing yourself? It can mean two different things. Like I think expressing yourself explicitly and implicitly are two different things. Like mm -hmm. I could be like, yo, I just went to the store, you know, found me a hug. You know, like I can literally tell a story of like, I, I literally went to the store, talked to a girl, got her number. Or it could be like implicit, like shit's more so told in metaphors or shit's told like, like the messages told through it's like. Subliminal. Yeah, it's yeah, subliminal. It's not like something direct, like I'm saying I get money. I get paid yeah. for like it's more so like I'm getting my feta. Like now it's like now it's a little different. Like yeah. I think that, you know, like getting the message across is important for sure. But I think more so what's more important, like we talked about before, is the the setup. Like it's the delivery, like how you say that shit is really mm -hmm. way more important. Cause you know, like I rap about like getting green or smoking green in so many different fucking ways. It's like if I just say like oh, I smoke weed, yeah, I get paid, like that's boring. Motherfuckers wanna hear me, you know, I wrote that green, not talking kale. I get that green, not talking, you know, not talking lettuce like nigga i get it's funny wordplay yeah wordplay is funny to me because it's like some of that should be corny but the way that you say it the delivery you know like you yeah. can say something mad corny and that shit sound overly hard yeah and after overly we listen hard. to it we can be like bro that was hard bro right. like the way you just said that <laughs> i remember 29 it was like 2020 2019 i heard that nigga juice world say she told me put my heart in the bag and nobody gets hurt now like first of all that's corny as hell 
Second of all, I am screaming that every time I hear it, bro. Like I do not care. <laughs> like I fucking love, I fucking love songs like that because it's like, bro, this is bad, Cordy. But it's like, goddamn, like that shit goes though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so many people making music nowadays. So many people saying the same thing. You got to switch up how you say it, so you're not copying what other people saying, and you yeah. got your own original, unique brand. You know, to yeah. yourself. That's true. How would you say you use your music to talk about? your journey in life or, you know what I mean? Yeah. The struggles that you face. Man, it's, it's all in hindsight, honestly. Like it, it kind of just happens. I think for me, like, again, I'm a crazy ass nigga. So it's like music is my life. Like it's hard to separate the two for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will rap about something or I'll sing about something that's like, wow, nigga, I know ex- my, my homies be like, I know exactly what you're talking about, bro. And it's kind of scary to me. For me personally, I sometimes don't have control over that. Like the shit that I'm saying is just subliminally like, this is what the fuck I'm feeling. This is like, Y'all niggas actually witnessed this shit happen. Expressing yourself and storytelling don't necessarily like always go together. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think sometimes I express how I feel. Sometimes I feel violent. You know what I'm saying? That don't necessarily mean I'm a violent person. Like, I can express like, fuck with my money, I'll fuck kill you. That's one way to express something. But it's like, that's not necessarily how I am in a day-to-day life. Like, if Jamin owed me $20, $30, like, I'm not finna press him over $20, $30. Like, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, it don't necessarily always reflect you because I feel like your emotions are fluid. Like, you know, Jamin might step on my Jordans, you know? And I'll be like, yo, bro, you stepped on my shoes. And he might say some shit like, fuck your shoes, nigga. I'm sitting here like, all right. I'm about to drive on, bro. That don't necessarily mean that's how I feel. Like, oh, you this, you that, you this. But like, it's just, I'm pissed because that's the moment. And that's kind of how like I portray like my music shit. It's like, yeah. sometimes I'll be pissed in the moment. Sometimes I might say, fuck on my money. It might turn to homicide. Like, fuck on my money. You might end up six foot in the ditch. You know, that might be true, but it's not necessarily reflective of how yeah. I feel all the time. Yeah. It doesn't define you, but you're expressing how you feel in that current moment. Yeah. Yeah. I think that like storytelling is kind of like, this is what happened. A lot of the times, like, like, you know, you might have to add a little sauce because what happened might be boring or too sad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like expressing yourself is like, that's such like a different thing to me because it's like you can express crazy emotions that you might not even feel. Something that you witness. Like I got a homie who wrote the hardest love song ever about a girl that he's seen like one or two times. Like his imagination just went dumb bonkers. Like, mm-hmm. and I can't lie. Like it's hard. It's hard as fuck. It's not rap. It's R&B type. Like he a singer. So it's like, it's hard. Like, and I think that, you know, people stress the product too much, motherfuckers think about, you know, what they say versus what they feel. That's mm-hmm. I think that's where, like, again, the storytelling and, and the expression are kind of separate, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, what you say is kind of the storytelling. How you feel is the expression. Really just hand-to-hand, how that go? Music breaks barriers. When people make music, it's heard by people all over the world. I know you see in your yeah. statistics and analytics that not all your audience is from the United States. Yeah, I definitely, I got some shit on SoundCloud that people in Australia, like a, a good 20 people in Australia be bumping sometimes, and that shit yeah. make me smile. It transcends language and cultural barriers. It's just a universal way of communication. Everyone can listen to it, no matter what language you speak they can still listen to it. Bro, my homie showed me the hardest French song I've ever heard in my life. Like yeah. He broke it down for me because I'm a curious dude. Mm-hmm. But like when I first heard it, I'm like, what? Like I do not know what bro is saying whatsoever, but it's tough. Like I respect it super heavy. How do you handle criticism or feedback on your work? I'm not going to lie. Like my work is my work. I am me. You can say like the song is shit. Like I could show you something and you'd be like, oh, this is dog water. Like don't make music no more. Mm-hmm. And that shit will not phase me. Like, I will go home and make another song and send it to mm-hmm. you. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I think that criticism is like, you know, it's hard to be constructive on something like music because it's subjective. Like, something that I might see is perfect, other people might think is a flaw. Mm-hmm. Something that I might think is a flaw, people might not even notice. Don't get me wrong. I value my friends' opinions. I value, like, my peers' opinions. But, like, 
if I post a song, right? That bitch get like 10K. I get like 10 comments saying this nigga trash, overhyped. Like, why y'all blowing this nigga? I'm not, I don't care. Shut up. <laughs> like, honestly, don't shut up. Keep going. Yeah. Cause that's what, that's my job to inspire a reaction. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I mean, in a way, criticism like is important because you know as an artist you do want somewhat validation like you do want to hear people react to your shit but like to me like if you say something's ass that means it's good enough for you to say it's ass Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying if you say something's great like sometimes people don't really even you know they don't even listen to your shit like some if i send a song to somebody and they instantly respond holy fuck this is hard as shit (laughs) bro i said to you 10 seconds ago like there's no way you got deeper than eight seconds in the song like that's happened to me before and it's like yeah that's fake it's fake, but it's, it's fake. Because they just telling you what you want to hear. They're not yeah. telling you what you need to hear. Yeah, exactly. And I think that even like what you need to hear is like, nigga, I don't care. Like if you like your music, don't, you know what I mean? Like what you need to hear is yourself being like, this shit is hard. Man, yeah. keep your opinions to yourself. I don't give a fuck. When you get criticism, because you're going to get it. When you get feedback on your work, it's important to remain open-minded, but also trust your artistic vision as well. Is your art. You're supposed to stand out and not everyone is going to understand it. That's you as who you are. And nobody got to understand that. But embrace the criticism. Exactly. Uh, I definitely embrace criticism is important. mm -hmm. Like if you give me an opinion, even if that shit is not necessarily valuable, like I appreciate it. Either it's free advice to a harsh reality. You know what I mean? They're not sugarcoating life for you. But it's not a Disney Channel movie. So you can either learn from it or you can use it as fuel. If they're just hating on you, you can use that as fuel to just get better, do better, and stay consistent with what you're doing. But you can always use criticism to your advantage whether you think so or not. Yeah. It's important to have that ego. You know, but it's also important yeah. to be open-minded, always. Yeah. How do you distinguish the difference between constructive criticism and someone's personal opinion? I'm not going to lie. If you're a musician and you appear a mine, damn near everything you say is constructive criticism. Even if you, nah, damn near everything you say is constructive criticism. Just because, like, I know, like, when I listen to my homie's music, like, I'm instantly fan mode. Then after that, I'm musician mode. So it's like, with that in mind, like, I already give you the benefit of the doubt, like, you're saying this to make my shit better. If you're just an average listener, first thing you say is negative. It's like, you know, your opinions don't always come from a place of like knowledge. You know what I mean? Sometimes I just regurgitate opinions that like, like I'm thinking like, what the fuck do I even like come up with this? Like, why am I saying <laughs> I'm not saying this right now Like sometimes mm-hmm. Motherfuckers just have Automated responses And like if you don't Catch yourself You don't realize that Like you could say some shit That's completely unconstructive And mm-hmm. in a like that's like Hey I'm trying to help you But it's like bro mm-hmm. Like you're really just saying shit Another thing is Today there's a lot more Opportunities for upcoming artists Through social media Yeah How does social media Impact the way artists Create, market, or share their work? I hate social media <laughs> <laughs> The reason I say that Is because it's like I suck at it and now it's like, that's just an occupation. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, it's an actual skill. It's an actual job. Mm-hmm. I feel like the people who grew up with that shit, like 2000s babies, like, you know, you we're winning. We're winning that shit because it's like, this is really where the job market is going. Like, people are advertising literally everything on Instagram, bro. And the thing is that's scary is that, like, that shit... It follows your search histories and shit. <laughs> yeah, and whatever you talk about, I promise you, if you talk about pizza for five minutes with friends, you'll scroll down oh. your timeline and you'll see pizza ads and you'll be like, why am I seeing this? That like, shit gonna say 10% DoorDash, Cole, Papa John's, Marco's, man, like, bro, it's gonna be everything. Man, and it's crazy because it's not about what you're searching up. It's about what you even say. Yeah. It is about what you search up to. So what you search up, you're gonna get ads that market towards that. It's so funny because I didn't answer your question. My fault. <laughs> nah, you good, bro. You good. <laughs> I definitely it was just like fuck social media <laughs> just a big rant yeah my bad i think it's man social media is great because it gives the, the the everyday nigga like me an opportunity to be you know seen and heard by people mm-hmm. that i'll never meet i'll mm-hmm. never see but it's also like 
it sucks because again, it's kind of like a mirror and it's like not just a mirror. It's kind of like a house of mirrors. Everything you see, everything you do on social media, subconsciously, you it reflects like how you feel or what you do. Like if I go on social media and I see like up and coming artists, bro, I'm telling you first thing I'm thinking is, damn, I'm harder than this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> or, or vice versa. Damn, this nigga is tough. Like, how the fuck do I get to this spot? And like, bro, like number one way to waste your time is looking at other people and comparing yourself. And yeah. the number two thing to waste your time is scrolling through Instagram. Like you can be on one side of the spectrum or the other. You're a viewer or you're a creator. And it's like, you know, you can move back and forth, you know, with my homie shit and my artists that I really fuck with and support. Like, I'll be a viewer for you for like, you know, an hour or two out of my day. But the other 22 hours, bro, I'm creating. There's no fucking way. Like, the reason I say I hate social media is because when I delete that shit off my phone, I am much better. Social media really does dictate how we feel. Yeah. Because, and especially if you wake up in the morning scrolling through TikTok, that's detrimental because you're letting social media control your yeah. life. You're not demanding control of your life. You're letting social media demand control of your life. So yeah. we have to break out that box. So, it's good though, because uh, like on the other hand, without social media, like even YouTube, Vine, like, oh, cryptic social media, people don't even really use no more. I guess YouTube coming back because of the shorts, but neither here nor there. That's like a source for inspiration too. Like I'm yeah. sure like neither one of us would be doing what we do right now without, you know, seeing the greats on our timeline. Do that yep. shit. They inspire us. We see it and we want to do what they're doing because we see our vision for what we could do if we were in their position. What advice do you have for aspiring artists looking to enter the industry sometime soon? Man, like I'm going to always say, stop giving a fuck. Like, stop caring, bro. Like, and again, I, this is not even from a position of someone who's like fully there. Like, even I still give a fuck. And I've been in music for like three years. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there are things that I've been holding on to for a long time, but it's like, stop giving a fuck, bro. Like, go open Garage Band, make you a beat. Open your voice memos app, make you a song. Write you a song, bro. Don't be afraid to do shit. And also, don't take shit so serious either. Like, I feel like another thing that social media, I'm sorry, I'm harping on this social media shit. <laughs> another thing that social media kind of does to our brains is it's like subconsciously, like, everything is a hustle, everything is a grind. It don't got to be like that. Like, sure, like, if you get to a point where it's serious, yeah. I mean, it, it get like that. Like, you got to push yourself through times of uninspiration and hardship. But, like, when you first start something, bro, be nice to yourself. Like, don't just expect to be great. Be ass, bro. Do shit. Stop giving a fuck and be ass for a while. And eventually you're going to come up. Yeah, social media has unrealistic expectations that you do not have to meet. Don't yeah. let that define you. Yeah, bro, so I could not have said it better myself. <laughs> just be consistent in your craft keep pushing you will get there one day our next segment will discuss branding we hope to see you guys there demand control your life bitch i'm feeling excellent always set the precedent don't deserve my presence because you talking all that extra shit way ahead of schedule thought i told you we the excrement building up our kingdom then departure like the exodus to go and claim our winners because the winning pool to build us up we keep it there nigga when it's up no it's stuck like the reefer see you at the top no guarantee that's your reach me there you just reach the hall giving it to your greatest fear.